beats, the flow, the rhythm, all movements start from the streets, Street saying our podcast. We get that far, man, I hope I look all right, hey man. Hey, see, I ain't gonna lie. I, I looked at the clip. I was like, damn, I look good at the motherfucker in our last episode. <laughs> I was like, damn, that Jackie, that combo with my- And Malcolm X. I was on, man. I was on. I ain't gonna lie, man. I gotta get it. Yeah, I gotta. Now I'm like, we gotta get our wardrobe up. Like, if we, if we level up, if you would like to sponsor, nah, we ain't need to introduce the pie yet. We gonna need some sponsors. Hey, why know. not? We gonna get to it, sure. man. But your boy was fly, put my glasses on and everything. I had my little jacket, had my fur on my neck. I was out here. Johnny, no, I was out here. It was feeling good that day. <laughs> it was a good night. Oh, it was. Oh, it was a good night, night Johnny. <laughs> it was a good night. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then my, my famous Irish goodbyes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Just looked at people as I was walking out the door. You yeah. know how it go? We went to green room after, and okay. some t- two chicks out in a fight. Wait, shut, this- shut the bar down. At green room? Yeah. Oh, shit. And the white people ran across the street under the <laughs> uh, King Fong and was just like, oh, I got, I'm like, nigga, there's two chicks. I left too early. I left too early. Yeah. <laughs> I seen you still at Dirty Bird. Yeah, I was. I seen Shamari your way. Yep. Like, yep. I said, that nigga had Dirty Bird. So <laughs> I was in the crib by 12. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that. I was over there chilling, man, with my peoples, man. That was a good night. Jesus Christ. It just popped in my ears. Mm, that my was bad. gangster. <laughs> he was one of them girls who put on Vaseline's and took off the hair. <laughs> no. Yeah. I ain't never gotten in a fight in my, my whole life. Was, Taking off earrings. Never got in a fight my whole life. It ain't a Fun fight fact. when it's one slot, one sided, huh? You just whooped them, huh? It ain't a fight. That was just never a been down. a fight. Never. Wow. Good. Keep it that way. Never. I ain't did too many scraps. I got one real, real scrap. <laughs> and I think I done told you that story when me and the homies, they called us nigga and we mm. was going down the hill. I ain't never told you that story? I think so. Is, is it story time with E? All right, so we're going to start the podcast, man. Welcome to the Streets and our podcast. It's your host, Giddy Jicky with it. And it's your girl, CLB. And it's a good day, man. We're going to start this thing off with story time. But I just said, you know, we introduced the pod and I said, it's your host, Giddy Jicky with it. And I want to say, y'all done seen this young lady many times up here. And we are officially official. We got our girl Sierra official as a new host on the Streets A&R podcast, man. Give me some noise, man. Give me something else, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, man. I'm so happy you're here with us. Thank you. We were talking a little bit about alignment earlier, man. Just things aligning how they need to be. My brother Johnny, man. We literally, and young guy, man, we done almost made it two years, bro. Dang. Literally almost on the mark of two years and putting in this work and it's finally paying off and things are starting to really come into alignment with people seeing the vision, people working with us, um, things really taking off, getting new opportunities. And, you know, one of those opportunities happened to just run into somebody from Omaha who really loves music, who loves business, who's been in it who's left, who knows what it is, who came back, 
off the love of wanting to build something here and we get to be a part of her journey in that building something here, a homestead here in Omaha. So I'm grateful yeah. to have you and I definitely yes. appreciate it. And these damn Nikes is interesting, man. What you don't pull that? Can't nobody find them. This you know is, what? Where did I get these? No, I ordered these off the sneakers up. Mm. But I need some more. She needs some more. He's been in rotation too much over the years. Shout out Nike, man. If you're listening. Come on. We're here. A little drizzle over I, here. Uh, Shaq, AI, man. I see. Shout out to y'all, son, Angel Reese. We, we here. I got a little hoop game, too. What's up? <laughs> what's up? Reebok, what's up? But no, nah, man, we definitely appreciate you being here. Thank you. Rocking with us, and we're going to see where we can take this. Yeah, thank y'all for having me, because this is dope. This fire. This fire. Yeah. I ain't seen nothing like it. That's. I'm glad. we gonna. I ain't going to say we're going to keep it that way, or should we get on my Uncle Joe shit? I'm like, fuck it. We keep yeah, it that way. We, Uncle Joe. Let's get to it. We getting to it. What y'all doing? Y'all coming up, too. <laughs> I back down. I back down off my post that I quick. I just playing. So, man. We was gonna have story time with E because they asked because I get I knew how Sierra said she ain't never been in a squabble, no scrap. All right, actually, let me rephrase that. Oh, oh now, oh, so we on air now? She <laughs> a squabble with like fist to cuff, a, a, a per, like a house like an outside person. We ain't talking about in the house, brother sister type stuff, or like cousins. Uh, with, I don't care how, how close cousins because cousins. First cousin. Might not that's a little close. We ain't gonna. Count but I was that. eight, and I'm 32, so yeah, it don't matter. <laughs> no, but scrap. I can. No, the youngest in the room said <laughs> that don't count. count. But don't get it twisted. I can. Oh my bad. This is the home of Bud Crawford. She's. I heard the way them knuckles was. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't playing no games. That's all she would do, and they would take off. She was about to scrap three times. Man. So yeah, man. I ain't gonna lie. We gonna make this one quick. The one real squabble. That I have for real was actually in college. Cause I was, you know, I'm the peacekeeper, Johnny. You know me. I try to keep the peace. I break up fight. I'll jump in a fight before I try to fight myself. So we in college, my homeboy out. I'm actually so fun. I'm actually at the beginning stages of being online for my fraternity, right? So I ain't, I'm kind of I'm just out. I'm like, this is my last few days of freedom. Yeah. So I'm out. I get a call. No lie, my nigga LJ. LJ is the king. One day I'm going to get my pie with my boys because when y'all hear about LJ, you ain't going to believe it, but he a real person. LJ called me. He's like, in frantic, hey, Jiggy, man, these two, these three white boys just call us nigga. We down at the top of Jeff Hill. Bye. Oh, <laughs> snap. And hung up. So I, there's no rebuttal. There's no questioning. So I'm like, all right, he literally gave me the location. So I go to the top of Jeff Hill. This is at Ohio University. I go over there. He like, hey, he, he screaming, said, we got backup now. Where y'all going? I'm like, it's just me, bro. What are we talking about? <laughs> it's just me. So it's him. He with two two of my homegirls as well. This other black dude he with, I don't know him. And then I show up and it's like, I think it's, uh, it's four or five of them white dudes, right? And I guess they call one of them niggas. So they going down this big hill. So LJ proceeds to follow them. I'm like, LJ, we could, it's kind of over. But he's like, no, no, we going. So he picks up a brick and he's like, why y'all running? Here, y'all scared? Here go a weapon. I was like, why would you throw the oh, weapon to him? No. So, so I'm like, LJ, I know you believe in your hands, but don't give him a brick. <laughs> so no. we get to the they get to the bottom of the hill. They finally turn around. I guess they done hype themselves up. They're like, what's up? Come on. So we going down the hill. The other black dude I don't know takes off running, right? 
I'm like, who is this dude? We get, I'm not finna run. I'm not getting in stride. I'm going to conserve my energy. This nigga go down. He get pushed, right? So then I go to try to get, I'm like, yo, chill out. And this dude put his hands on me, right? And I stand there because I, I see LJ coming out the side of my eye. He like, what's up, bro? What's up? And I see LJ just running. So I freeze, right? I'm like, wait for it. Wait for it. LJ out of nowhere. Club put. Bah! Knock this nigga. Boom. So I started, I grabbed him. I start putting hands on him. Bop, bop, bop. Bop. Next you know, one of the white dudes tried to run and catch me like that. I hit the dude with a right. I look. Left cross. Bow. No lie. Knocked him about eight feet. Dang. And LJ said he was in the air. I don't know if he was in the air. I just know he flew that way. <laughs> I get back. I literally duck a punch. Wop, wop. Knock him down. I see LJ got this other dude by the back of his coat reaching under him like, nigga, you gonna give me your coat, nigga. You gonna give me your coat. So I run up. As soon as LJ pulled the coat off of him, he pops up. I just mm, deck him right, knock him out. I st I literally right at that moment, I stopped and looked around like like all this chaos done ensued. Like my conscience came back. I'm like, man, let's go. And I just start walking up the hill. Crazy as shit. Because the, the home, my nigga LJ thought I pushed him. He's like, we went to my homegirl house to go tell the story. It was dad's weekend. So we like bragging in front of the daddies and shit. So we go to his chick house. And her dad's there, her homegirl's there. And I'm like, man, he's like, what happened? I'm like, bro. He said, why you push that dude? We was fighting. I said, I didn't push him. He said, nigga, you hit him? He said, he flew off his feet, bro. He flew off his I'm like, shit, I don't know. It's been football days. So nigga was a little stronger than what I thought. But yeah, man, that was the. I wasn't trying to. And this is back in the party like a rock star day. So I had a pocket chain. So I had that bitch wrapped around my hand. Split the split. Listen, we was getting to it. Woof. I am. Uh, I got a professional job, and uh, we don't do condone violence. But uh, <laughs> that was story time with E on this segment. But uh, but yeah, man, that was the only real. <laughs> you got to get another sound effect. I don't know what it is. That's how my heart was beating. I was in there throwing hands, bro, and I didn't. I didn't know if I had it in me, but I was way too calm in that moment. I was like, "That's scary, bro." I don't want to do nothing to nobody in real life. I'm gonna Adrenaline. be Adrenaline. I was calm, see. I, I remember you. from when I was eight. Oh, oh shit. Oh. <laughs> that one time. That, that, that one that, time. Hey, she, she remembers step by step. My cousin called me a hoe. That was Man. a I mean when you eight, that's like <gasps> how dare you? Mwah. <laughs> you just decked. <laughs> was it a boy cousin? It was girl? a boy cousin. Oh yeah, you got and you mopped them in a bathtub. We was at uh, uh, Adventureland. We was fighting over who got to use the room key to go get some stuff. Nobody, no parents was in there. We just squabbled and then went to the car. His face was all red and scratched up. And my dad was like, "You got him, didn't you?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah. <laughs> you know that's some kids because it had nothing to do with hoeing. You a hoe. <laughs> What? Bing, bing. <laughs> Cleaned the tub with him, scrubbed the tub with his ass. That's oh, rude. Times. He could have died. That's porcelain. Oh, you scraped him across the porcelain. He, he good. good. You still talk to him? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. How yeah. I many? So he can't never say nothing to you, huh? I don't know. We just had that cousinship that was just like say one thing and you just instantly piss me off. I'm talking about I don't now. Know what like it was. you can't. He can't never say nothing bad about you. Like. You ever just buck at him like you remember? No. You just you don't walk by and whisper, hey, you remember? We didn't talk about it after that. He I mean, never brought it up after you, that. You ain't got to talk about it. He ain't going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. 
And next time you get out of line, like, don't you remember, right? That's all you got to do, whisper. <laughs> you remember, right? Yeah. Man, that's funny. Whooping cousins, man. Oh, man. But yeah, man, I'm glad. I'm glad those days are behind us so we can move on to bigger and better things like we're doing here, man. Um, just want to let the people know one thing that we are doing. We've been in this space for two years. We are finally moving up out my house, man. Getting into a new space, new opportunity, man. Yeah, boy. It's, and a shout out to people who really believe in the mission, man, to work with us to get us into a new space. And no, I'm not telling you where we at. And you'll know if you know, that means you got invited. Other than that, mind your business. The aesthetics is right. Um, we leveling up. Your boy done spent hella credit on shit to get this space <laughs> ready. Um, we we coming with it. I can't wait for y'all to see the final product um, when we finally get moved over and get everything in. Um, my hopes is to be there in less than a month's time. So we going to be over there in our new space, man. And it's um, again, I'm so appreciative of the work everybody put in, the belief everybody put in, and what the community is that's working with us has helped us to get done, man. So shout out to everybody involved. Man, I got some nice shit, man. My, I'm like, I got design. I can't wait for y'all to see something. I'm going to just keep it till y'all see it, then it's on. Then we acting an ass. I'm acting an ass, man. <laughs> I don't care. I'm dancing. Um, I'm catching some twerk. I don't know who gonna twerk. Catching but I'm the twerk? Catch twerk in that motherfucker. Just you twerking? I catch the twerk. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> catch it. I mean, you mean cheek, man. I mean cheek, man. Why are you twitching your cheeks like that? <laughs> yeah, man, LJ. <laughs> I ain't got no panties on. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. On the yeah. dance floor. Look at you know that. You look like the girl with that bald ass head. Yeah, what girl? <laughs> what girl? I know who I'm talking about. No, oh, you know, I, don't. I, ain't, I ain't got no panties on on the dance floor music video. Oh, you didn't watch BET Uncut? No, I did, but I'm trying oh, to figure out what song. You don't look like she was just also bald headed. I'm going to show you. We're going to pull it up. YouTube got it, I think. We're going to pull it up. We're going to pull it up. Panties on. But yeah, man. Also, with the pie, man, I told you we got a bunch of new stuff, man. I got a gift for, the, for my peoples here, man. Finally gonna try to get us some merch. So I'm gonna see. We're gonna get we got us, you know what I'm saying? We gotta be on business. So got us some mouse pads, man, with the logo, with our with our writing on it. So you know what I'm saying? That's for you, X. see. Oh, oh, oh. Y'all one man. So oh, cue the horns, cue the horns. We're gonna be official out here, man. <laughs> so we got mouse pads, man. We starting small, but we getting there, man. Young guy, man. Johnny, yes, sir. That's yours to keep, man. On the house, man. Y'all earned that. That's all the pay I could This fire all movements from the streets. Streets. Hey, you know. Man, we that's, out here, man. So more to come. It's going to be a lot more for the people to help support us, man. Everybody that's rocking. Everybody that is a street A&R. It's all coming, man. We we ready, man. We're getting our street team ready. So we make me want to say uh streets and no Paul cat Paul cat Paul cat. <laughs> I, I ain't said Paul cats in a minute. Shit, I haven't seen the merch now. That man, Paul cats. I yeah. see y'all. Yes, sir, man. Like I said, we getting to it, bro. We we leveling up. It's real, and a part of this being real, it wouldn't be real if we didn't have any people to recognize what we do, and to truly believe in us and to put into us to where we can continue to do what we do. And uh, one of those things that we get to do, um, actually, 
uh, we got gonna have a special guest, man, that uh, I was reached out to by Omaha Performing Arts. Wow. And um, they wanted me to interview none other than the legendary MC, visionary, um, creator of the hip hop nutcracker, mm-hmm. Mr. Curtis Blow. Oh, yes. Yeah. Let's go. So, I'm telling you, bro, like you talking about a look and a belief. Like I get to actually sit down with the legend. And for those you youngsters, please go look up Curtis Blow. You've heard something of them. If you heard, these are the breaks. That's Mr. Curtis Blow, man. If you've heard, we playing basketball. That's going to be a great interview. Yeah. I already know you coming with the question. Oh, yeah. Listen, we getting to it. And for somebody to just even maneuver from hip-hop beginnings in the MC space, DJ space, to then put on this production of the Nutcracker, but it's like our, it's us. It's our version of it. Um, it's going to be a great opportunity not only to interview him, but to even just to see it finally in real life and to be a part of that whole process, man. It's nothing but a blessing, man, to this pod. And it just speaks to what we've been able to build um, as a unit and to continue to press forward. Even we didn't, we didn't know where we were going. We always knew where we were going. You know what I'm saying? We didn't know where we were landing and we still ain't landing. This we These are the stops that we making along our journey. So, um, Again, it speaks to what we doing, man. I think we doing all right. And I hope we continue to do all right and do better. So we get into it, man. Shout out to Omaha Performing Arts, man. And shout out to y'all, man, my team. And shout out to shit, my nigga Montreal and my nigga D1, man, from the beginning, from RIP. So I appreciate everything that's been put, you know what I'm saying, into this, man. So we stay winning. Yeah, man, that's that's all the business side of things that we that I had to get to today, man. Just the growth is here, man. So, and it's funny because we're in this space, see, mm-hmm. of what we call it podcasting. You, some people is called broadcasting, reporting, talk show, whatever the space is. We get to the opportunity to sit in front of a microphone, spew out our out spew out our ideas, our thoughts. Uh, what we think, what we believe, what we think can be better. And we get to do that. And really, we get to do that with no test prior, right? right? This is not like being a columnist, which I learned from Stephen A. Like, you have to be approved to be a, a columnist. And when it comes to writing, and a columnist is somebody who can actually give their opinion on a subject matter. Right. Before then, you can only report on what's supposed to be facts and what's not. And now we're in a space where we get to literally from rip, just hop in and you can give your thoughts on something. Nobody can has to vet what you, if you know something, if you know the subject matter or not, you get to test it and then run from there. Um, and with that, it's created a wave of the ability to not only level yourself up, but to also be a, another leg of media that wasn't in a media outlet that wasn't previously there. Right. Especially when we terms of business and artistry, right? There used to have to be gatekeepers that could say, well, we over here with this company. And if you want to be big, you got to come to our show on our terms to do this. Where in podcasting, if you got the cloud and the reach and you able to do something, we've been able to build that on our own as far as the podcast land. Like you might have a name, but you still got to come with something right. that's drawing the people in. So then it's naturally going to attract the artists. And I really just want to have a little bit of a convo about part of it is stemming off a situation that I seen with 
Funny Marco. Oh, man. Right. And I'm not here to debate on should he put the content out, should he not. My, I want to talk about as people, which I hinted at last week too, when it comes to media, like people being crybabies or whatever and getting mad at commentary, how much of, I'll say, how much respect should you be getting for even allowing people onto a platform to be able to have some shine, right? Yeah. Like where is the balance between the people that come to your platform versus what you're getting from those people coming to your platform? Uh, I don't know. Because, I mean, if we speaking particularly on this um, subject with Funny Marco, it's if you're facilitating something like this, like, <clears throat> you know the requirements that you have in place, right? You know what guests you're going to invite on, and you have a pretty good idea of the demeanor of individuals that are coming on as guests before you proceed. But I do feel like there's still a underlining respect that has a mutual respect that has to be had between both parties. Mm -hmm. And before we dive into that, but yeah, that was what, but even respect, you know, you should know who the guests are, but shouldn't the guests know where they coming into? So you have a particular platform. We've seen some of these pop up dry humor, uh, the Bobby girl, funny Marco does a dry humor type of thing Mm -hmm. coming into that. You should know what you're walking into, right? Yeah. So you should almost be okaying, and it probably should have been a conversation at the beginning, anyways. But okaying what's about to happen to where you know they ain't gonna go too far, but you know what it is you're going into. You shouldn't be. You're not going in blind. And clearly on that situation, they didn't go in blind. They knew what they was getting into, so they tried to give him a whole lot of shit, yeah, a lot of smoke pre before he could do anything, right? To them. And for me, it was overboard and they crossed a whole lot of boundaries that you just, I don't know how I would have handled it, but I'm just saying it's a whole lot of boundaries crossed. And, you know, there has to be some sort of line, like we got to start to respect the platform and what they building as well. And you got to be able to agree with what you're going on to. Yeah, that's very true. And I think even in that situation, like at the beginning of the interview, when it was just Southside and Marco... Like, it was cool. It was a nice little exchange. Mm. But, like, Southside's energy began to feed off of G Herbo. And they started tag teaming. Mm. Like, that was... It It just went from, like, you know what this is to, all right, let's bully this cat because we think he not going to do nothing. I feel like they was trying to give him a little heat because of the type of host he is. But at the same time, it was like, let's sun this dude because he's a different caliber than we are. But but why? And I gotta get yeah. but why though? Like just for your clicks and bait, just for your clicks, for like what is what is it that you gonna actually gain from doing this, knowing that this look a certain way, if y'all the street, the street niggas coming in here messing with the comedian dude on his platform, what do you actually gain outside of this initial spike in search in your name? What do you gain? Because I actually see it going the opposite way. Yeah, you really don't gain nothing. But wasn't Southside mad that he put the interview up? I think he got mad after he put his post about the interview up, is what I thought. But then I thought he said something like, why did you even post it or something like that? And it's like, well, who goes on a podcast and expects somebody not to 
release the video. Yeah, it's um, it's just uh, it's a lack of respect on all levels. And um, you know, I like G Herbo. I like Lil Bibby. Um, I don't know who Southside is at all. But with that being said, is like he really shot himself in the foot and all of those antics and stuff that he was doing definitely backfiring. I'm seeing a lot of people not necessarily appreciating what he had to do to Marco. Um, you know, Southside, you need to go wipe your ass first. You know what I'm Ooh. saying? All that shit you had behind you literally had doodle marks on your brown, on your blue jeans. Like that shit is crazy, but it's just a lack of respect. And you know, I'm not no street dude either, but it's that element of them trying to bully and trying to prove who's a street dude mm-hmm. and it's power dynamics. Yeah. And you don't get no respect by being David going against another human. You be get your respect by being David going against, against a Goliath. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and they don't. So it's just one of those things um, where it's a lack of respect. And I didn't see that type of stuff happen. I didn't mm-hmm. see it happen on smaller levels here. And that's why it's important to have people around you who actually support what it is that you're trying to do Mm -hmm. and not rocking with you just because of a buzz, a moment in time or any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Because when shit hit the fan, who's really going to support you? And people like Marco been building up his platform Mm -hmm. for them to come on that show and just disrespect him like that. That's yeah, I can't rock like that. No, I agree with that. And then, too, I think a lot of the behavior from Southside and G Herbo come from like the people they have around them, like that Hollywood bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like you so used to having so many yes men, you so used to having a mansion full of people, you 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 want to shout and roar real quick and then everybody stand out of detention. Like and every I, environment's not like that. And we'd have been around it. You know, I had homies that I had homies like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And we would treat them messed up because we didn't really rock with them like that. So at the end of the day, you really don't care for nobody if you're treating them like mm-hmm. that. And that's that a, a, a blatant disrespect. Yeah. There's no respect on that level. And that's, you should at a minimum give people respect until they prove that they should not have your respect. And it's just, you know, when you come from the streets, you come from different environments. G Herbo, you didn't grew outside of that where you should be beyond that. You yeah. know what I'm so I'm really disappointed in you as a man because you got a son. And you sitting here modeling these different behaviors and this be the stuff where other communities come talking about us as black men and what the stuff that we be on in this destructive mindset. And, you know, it's just for everything that y'all didn't y'all didn't overcame mm-hmm. all of the structural and systemic things that was set up in Chicago, the closing mm-hmm. of the public schools, the closing of the public housing, yeah. forcing people to be in these same environments. Y'all should be way beyond that level. Yeah, you and then personally surviving what you don't have to survive. Yeah, you know what I mean, folks. You done buried like mm-hmm. you. You have made it, my my G. Mm-hmm. You made it. Don't go back. Don't go backwards. Mm-hmm. And if it's unnecessary for somebody, we don't get no brownie points for messing with somebody who ain't a threat. Mm-hmm. They ain't no. There is no it trophy looks for that. Corny. It's mad corny. But as an adult, like ugh, it was so cringe just watching it. Shout out to Marco, you know, keeping his composure. You know, a couple years ago, I would have looked at Marco like, you know, you got to stand up for yourself. But it's really a lose-lose situation. Mm -hmm. Shout out to him for keeping his composure, maintaining, being professional. But sometimes you do have to put out these sides to people so they can get a reality of who Mm -hmm. they are. Mm -hmm. The internet does have people living in a false appearance of who they want to be as opposed to who they really are. So sometimes we need these reality checks. Your favorite superstars are human, too. Yeah. Yep. And it, and it's crazy because my my thing always all right. So they happen, we know what it is, but what can we do to keep stuff like that from happening again? Like for me, 
if you're gonna be in the content world and you gonna and you rock with people who have built themselves up and have tried to make something and have done it in their own lane, then we gotta be able to support them. Now, how do you support them in a situation like this? Me blackballing them niggas. Nice. Y'all ain't never seeing the light of day on nobody's platform. But right. they should have a talk in the back and say, even if it's in private, hey, that was messed up what y'all did, what they did to you. Don't worry about it. We had to interview counseling. And then be like, now let's see if you make it. Now let's see if you make it. No media outlets. We no. ain't touching you. You're not going to get up here and do a, do us like this. We don't know who the next one you're going to do it to, who you might disagree with. We don't, we don't know. So until then, we're done. Now see if you can make it in your in your career without it. Right. Because that's how you treated it. Like you don't need it. Yeah. Oh, if you think you don't need it, let's make let's test your theory, my G. Test the theory. Mm -hmm. You don't need us. So if it's me, all the media outlets, I'll be like, we pulling. Nah, we good. We counseling. No, we good. Sure. Ain't nothing. No, we don't want no interview. The problem gonna lie with niggas who ready just to get clicks. So they gonna want to talk about the issue and get somebody on. Let's get them on. Let's see what really happened. I'm like, come on, my G. And we'll I'll excommunicate your ass too. Cause <laughs> just disrespectful throwing yeah. his watch like that, breaking yeah. a thirty thousand dollar watch. That might not just this disrespect. That could have yeah. been anybody a gift. That and it don't even matter if it's a gift. If he he had to earn that, whether it's gift or he paid money, he had to earn that. And me, you know, they talk about like Taurus and we materialistic. Like we not, I'm not materialistic, bro. I value the shit that I had to work for. Right. And it's like you said in the beginning, though, it's like the evolution with media and where it's transcended, right? Okay, yeah, this is podcast, cool. But at the end of the day, media etiquette goes across the board. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get on Good Morning America or what have you and, and pop off that shit like that. You're not going to do it. So have that same respect for somebody else. Because even if it was Bobby Altoff or it was a white funny Marco, y'all not about to get up there and do that. No. You're not you're not gonna go on drink champs and do that shit to Nori. Without no charges, not without Man. You, know, you know what I'm saying, getting barred from having mm -hmm. some type of repercussions. So it's and it make it worse that you're doing it to your own. Mm -hmm. So listen, it for me, it's it's a simple fix, but that fix will send waves to people who think they could come up and just be disruptive. Yeah. This ain't like Drake and Bobby where they jousting, right? Because that's the type of interview. This ain't even like with offset who was ready to joust with her ass and got the better of her. Like, we just doing this with word. We doing this, da, da, da. I'm not bullying you. I'm just, I'm going to give you the same mm -hmm. thing you're giving me. That wasn't what that was. To to the way they talk to him, calling him all kind of bitch ass. Like, you slapping shit off of him? Come on. Now, we oh, we yeah. in a whole nother, mm -hmm. we get out of media. Now we on man yeah, time. Thanks. We on people time now. And I don't know what the situation was in the room. But some, I don't know, man. I don't know, Johnny. Johnny, I don't know. Definitely a lot of manhood testing, and, and you know, and it, it it just shows how cultures proliferate and mm -hmm. jailhouse culture, rap culture likes to get intertwined and stuff yeah. like that. And it's a lot of jailhouse etiquette going on. And all I can say is that when I see stuff like that, I just felt I smell a lot of femininity Whew, underneath that all again. of that toxic masculinity stuff. I smell a lot of femininity, so you ain't sad in yourself. Yes, sir. So you got to put down yeah. somebody else. That's mm -hmm. that's the typical bullying. You ain't set in yourself, so you got to put down somebody else to make you feel better to have power over something. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what it is, but I'm just like, we got it. We cannot as a as a unit of people who do this. 
we cannot allow that type of thing to happen. Because it's not like I'm going to get out of character, right? Right. See, I'm not going to come up here, get a guest, and all of a sudden talking about gossipy shit. Yeah. That's not what I do. That's not... Because then you can... That means I'm out of pocket, right? Right. I'm, all of a sudden, I'm out of... I'm like, why are you talking about that? This ain't... Whoever be doing all that, that's not what we do. Yeah. That'd be weird. Then you can get out of pocket with me. If I'm not going to do that, if I'm going to stay here, and I am brought you here under the pretense of kind of what we do... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I was thinking about that one time. You did you you shot off at Bree, but y'all got that relationship. That was different. That wasn't no no. You, you, you kind of shot off at Bree a little bit. I didn't shoot off at you her. You shot off at Bree. How it feel to have Bud whooping your ass? That what that's boxing talk. That's boxing talk. Cause I could no, 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 for sure. You know but like I got a standing yeah. relationship. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just that one time, but that no, was- it's just that standing relationship, uh, and that's the difference. Yeah. Like, yeah. So there, no con- there was context. Him. There was context to it because I'm sure. in there with Bree mm-hmm. at the gym. Me and Bree spar. Yeah. yeah. You know I'm saying? If I wanted to get ag, I'd be like, how about, remember when I hit you? Bye bye. Like, we're not doing that. Yeah. But it's to be funny to also put people on notice that she really do this. This not for play play. She do this. She in there with the champ. For sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but there's context in, in that. For these things, these folks, there ain't no relationship, no context. Folks is out here tripping. But let's take it, let's take it even deeper because I had said this to my friends when we was watching it. I'm like, what if Marco grew up in an environment where he was constantly being bullied and teased? Mm -hmm. What if that moment triggered him to go back to a place in time that he thought he healed from? Because I look at everything in perspective. And if we all looked at that Mm -hmm. and was offended and it was cringeworthy. I could only imagine what he was feeling for somebody to sit in that space and not react. Like, of course, you can have like self-control, what have you. But the look in his eye was like tears was ready to come out, not because he was sad or because he was intimidated. But it was just like, yo, y'all are really, really, really trying me right now. Yeah, it it, it could have been. I, I know it could have been anger. And again, we don't know the full context of the room. How we know they wasn't five, six deep. You don't know if y'all didn't check them when they came in. There's so much now. Yeah. You got to start to think about what reaction do I give? I'm not going to win in this. He actually probably, in hindsight, did the best thing he could do. Mm-hmm. That was the best yeah. thing he could have done. Because anything else is going to seem whatever way, whether you do something, stand up for yourself. What if that escalated? Mm-hmm. If it escalates, you, y'all get into a scrap. You lose. You might have some things. You might get a lawsuit off, but you still pride you still injured whatever anything could have happened and for him to still handle it and try to do his little his witty stuff and to not overreact it could have been like you said it could have been what if it was something that he used to go through it could have been a trauma response to recluse Mm -hmm. it could have just been he actually getting angry and he can't he know like this is a moment if i choose the wrong thing it could be over for me in various ways over for my career it could be I don't know what they own. It could be a lot of different ways. So mm-hmm. um, we, again, we can't be having people who don't, who just don't give a shit about what you got going on. That's clearly, I'm up here for me and what we got going. You, my nigga, we just using you. You, you just the bitch on the side. We finna chuck and duck. You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. it. That's how they use the interview. We chucking and duck and we getting what we got. We out. I don't care about it. Not knowing what it could have did for you. Facts. Even if it's the funny stuff he could have did for you, if you witty, I can tell G Herbo got some sense, bro. Then mm-hmm. you think about what if they would have just had the witty conversation mm-hmm. and you'd have played into it versus y'all doing, I don't know what it was, bro. So we, I don't know, man. 
uh, we got to start cutting people a little some 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 grace and come into situations thankful to be in a situation yeah. and I think they owe you something. They don't owe you nothing. Yeah. They they both grown men, but I don't know. I, G Herbo, like you said, like I I put that one on you, dog. Mm-hmm. Cause you he he set the environment for that one. He set the tone for that one. Mm-hmm. And something that could have been of substance. Now, we'll see what happens moving forward. And we know it could have been a, one of his last projects he dropped was all substance. I'm like, damn, look at G Herbo growing as a man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we know we got we got it in him. I'm just disappointed because of his leadership ability and his leadership capacity. Mm-hmm. So I expect more from him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know Southside. Never mm-hmm. heard of him. So I don't have those expectations for him because mm-hmm. I haven't followed his story. But when I see somebody like a Herbo, uh, when I look at somebody like a Bibby, when I look at somebody like a young boy, y'all got leadership potential and mm-hmm. ability. And mm-hmm. so to know the amount of influence y'all got, you can't put money on that. That's the true definition of power. Right. Even in psychology, one of the definitions of psychology is to be able to influence or control behavior and y'all have the ability to influence and control behavior mm-hmm. that's power mm-hmm. we got to recognize what power really look like and use it to affect positive change in the world yeah facts and another thing g herbo should have did in that moment was understood what platform he has and how it um is different from Southside's. Mm-hmm. Like Southside doesn't have that front facing image. He's a producer and he's an engineer. He do a lot of big things behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, ain't nobody watching him perform. Ain't nobody listening to him, his albums, right? Mm-hmm. His name is on the credits. Mm-hmm. So it's like Herbo, like, come on dog. Like you set the precedence and you didn't do it in that moment. You gonna take the hit. Yeah. I think Southside tried to take some of that hit cause he know that Herbo is more uh, mm-hmm. forward facing and front facing than him, but. Mm-hmm. Nah, that, that, that's a failure of leadership. No. Got to do better, man. And again, how you do better? Now it's, now it's up for the podcasters, the interviewers, the media to set the mold. Oh, that's what y'all doing? Set the mold. We're going to see who set the mold. All mm-hmm. right. Who touch them and who don't? We're going to see what side of you on now because you got to set the mold. Because now if you do allow that, well, open up Pandora's box. Everybody should be able to come through there then. Dang. Can y'all imagine Whitney Houston throwing a cup at Barbara Walters' head? Man. Because she asked her if she did crack. Mm. Mm. Like, really? Mm. Mm. <sighs> damn, R- damn R. Kelly had more control. Man. He flipped. He was he, he was he was crying him up, but I'm just saying he didn't want to, he didn't disrespect her. He didn't disrespect her though. But I'm just saying. Waterworks. Hey, he didn't he didn't disrespect her though. He was just it, it, it hit him. It finally hit him. But I'm just saying, like, bro, sometimes some things it wasn't even nothing filed. I don't think he said. So it's just y'all came ready. He came ready for that, ready to do that. That was his intention. Well, congratulations, you got it off, and it might cost you. Ain't no might. It will. We'll see how much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Hopefully we ain't we ain't gonna try to run into none of the problems. Not on purpose. No. Open this thing up. <laughs> Maybe we should have this chair. Should we take this chair over there? I'm just saying. <laughs> but no, never know. Man. Oh man. So, but again, we make sure we. That's not our style. But you still never know what people come in on. 
It could be somebody seeing us and thinking we could have said one thing about somebody or one thing and they ready to, nah, we finna go, we're gonna get them. We're gonna get them. All right. <laughs> I also be down there with Bud Crawford and them, but. <laughs> Welcome to you at the we bar. One, like... We had one opportunity when we got harassed out. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we had one time. I heard that y'all was, y'all was, all right. We gonna get you all. Oh, oh dang! Got, somebody came at y'all like that. Got, I can't it wait. Was, it was in love. It was in love. Oh, I was about to say I can't wait. She presses. It, <laughs> it was good though. Shout out to her, man. But yeah, man. Hey, please don't come up to the street saying all right. It say streets, but we don't want the streets like that. We want the streets who are better in the streets. If you elevating, come on down. You know what I'm saying? We trying to elevate. We ain't gonna. I ain't gonna ask you nothing crazy. I don't think I might. But it's all gonna be to learn more about you. Look, I'm just I'm like put it on the table. But yeah, man, I sh- fuck it, man. I ain't worried about them, man. We ain't gonna worry about it. Media, do your thing. That's all I'm gonna say. Do your thing, media. It's necessary. Yeah. All right, man. Shit. Another day, another topic down. I'm glad we can broaden that topic and not just stick on them, but. These things are pivotal to discuss in in this in these worlds. So we're gonna continue to try to make sure we bring and elevate the convo and shit. Just be a resource to the people, man. That's what we're doing. Nice. We in the streets. This is us. We out here. So y'all know where to find us as well, man. If you want more content, where we at, man. This is Streets A and R, man. It's streets A. A-N-D-R. I'm glad I can still spell because when we take breaks, <laughs> I'll be messing that shit up. <laughs> man, we on everything but Apple, man. You can find us on all your social medias as well. Um, I forgot what else we were supposed to say. Look, I done messed up. Man, make sure you like, subscribe, listen, share, comment. Follow. Follow. Put the homie on. Cut clips. Talk shit. All of it. Hey, if you would have turned up on them guests, if you was Marco, make sure you put a fist in the comments. Or if you would have been like me. I don't want no problems, everybody. I know you seen that interview. I know you seen that interview, Southside. I was talking about your shitty draws, but if you were gonna be like Johnny and just and be like Marco and take that, just just put the praying hands in there. Praying hands if you to chill, man. Fist if you'd have knuckled up or thought you was gonna knuckle up. (laughs) <laughs> it might have been a bad day, but it's all good. But yeah, man, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate, man, having C on the pod, man, giving us some better, some more context, man. Yeah. We got new levels. Hopefully no new devils yet. <laughs> new devils uh, on my credit report. <laughs> <laughs> if they are, just keep them there. Yeah, yeah. That's the only place they need to be, man. We are excited for what we got coming, man, so much. Sierra got a lot of stuff coming. You're gonna see her out in the in the in the media world making waves around here, like on a serious note. Man. So I'm we're gonna tag, we're gonna tag along that wave as well. We feeding off yeah, each other in there. We in these streets. Man. Not like that, you know. Oh, we in these streets. It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. It's Friday. Yeah, Is that man. 106 in part? I don't even know. Yeah, that was. Oh, was? Freestyle Friday. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, we're going to get up out of here. We got things to do, people to see, man. This is your host, Giddy Jicky with it. It's your girl, CLB. And we out of here. Street saying our podcast, man. Peace. The Beats.
The flow, the rhythm. All movement starts from the streets. Street saying our podcast.